You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Michelle Gannon. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, Michelle, we are going to talk this week about gratitude, and it is a perfect time of year to discuss gratitude since the holidays, and specifically the, the granddaddy of all holidays about gratitude, Thanksgiving, is just around the corner. <laughs> so... Um, you know, I well, to, before we get going here, um, I know that you probably have a little bit of gratitude for the San Francisco Giants, right? You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a household of my husband, my two sons, big-time Giants fans. I, of course, am a bandwagon fan, joined in the last month, and just what a, what a thrill to be the World Series winners. And yeah. Lots of fun. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Michelle is a psychologist based in San Francisco uh, who specializes in relationships, women, health, and wellness issues. And uh, today we're going to, like I mentioned, we're going to talk about gratitude. And you recently wrote an article about gratitude, and you mentioned how people often focus on what they don't have rather than what they do have. And you know, to get things kicked off here, why is it so difficult for us to appreciate the things that we do have? Actually, what researchers have found is that the brain has a negativity bias. And that comes from an evolutionary perspective, is that you think back, you know, to the, the, the olden days. If you were relaxed and happy and kind of zen, uh-huh. you could be eaten. <laughs> and so back then, you know, being paranoid, hypervigilant, negative was about survival. Okay. And the brain researchers have found that our brain still has that negativity bias. We, in, although we have the innate capacity to feel positive, we tend to, you know, kind of have Velcro for the negative experiences and Teflon for the positive ones. Okay. And one of my colleagues and friends, Dr. Rick Hansen, wrote a great book called Buddha's Brain, The okay. Practical Neuroscience of Happiness, Love, and Wisdom. And he really describes well uh, how we can start to change our brain to be able to bring in more of the positive and the gratitude okay. part of that. And so there really is some hope uh, and help out there for those who may see the glass as half empty? You better believe it. I see those people all the time, and they'll say, but it just seems so much easier for people that are optimistic, positive, happy. And if you have that inclination, if it comes naturally to you, it is easier. But people who are more pessimistic, negative, they can learn how to become more positive and appreciative. And again, as Rick Hansen describes it, the neurons that fire together, wire together. So the more that we actually bring in the good, you know, as much as we can, a couple of times a day, the brain actually starts to change for the better. Okay, so is it, it's almost like your own personal little evolution going on. Exactly, yeah. Okay, and so what are, what are some of the steps that uh, a person can take to, to make those changes happen? Well, you know, it's interesting. I am a mother myself, and I have two sons. 
one of them is very happy, optimistic, positive, no matter what. Uh-huh. And the other one is kind of a cranky pants. <laughs> <laughs> and so as a mother, I've had to learn how to deal with my, my younger son's more pessimistic, cynical, it's a little more like his father, <laughs> more negative, you know. And what it is is, is actually having somebody give them time to complain. Okay, let them complain. So okay. Be negative. That's fine. Let them do that. And then say, okay, out of all of that, can you tell me one thing that was good about your day? Okay. And many people say, if they're cranky pants, no, I can't. It was terrible. <laughs> it was a terrible day. <laughs> and like, come on, there's got to be something. Let me work with you. And then to be able to think about, was there something positive about your day? Did you have a nice conversation with somebody? Did you get a, a good workout in? Did you have a great meal? And not just, like, have that be part of your day, but to really think more about that positive experience. Like, really kind of, like, savor it, let it in, think about it more. What we often do, which is understandable, is that the negative experiences are so powerful that we, we just skip over the positive and we focus on the negative. So it's, again, training yourself to focus on that one positive and give it a little more attention. Okay. And, you know, in, in past episodes of this podcast with other experts and things, uh, we've talked about Dr. John Gottsman's uh, five-to-one ratio where uh, you need uh, five positive uh, interactions to offset that one negative. Um, why else is showing or having gratitude, uh, why is that important in a marriage? I think one of the main problems of long-term marriages is that people take each other for granted. Mm-hmm. People feel unappreciated. They feel like their partner doesn't really love all the qualities about them that they used to. And as you know, uh, infidelity is a big problem in relationships. And a lot of it is how we feel about ourselves if we're with somebody else. Mm. So that if you can capture that feeling of that your spouse still thinks you are, you know, smart and attractive and fun and interesting and they want to spend time with you, then that really strengthens the relationship. Okay. So gratitude and appreciation is a counterbalance to just kind of the inevitable, you know, strains of, of modern family life, right? So mm-hmm. it's like if we can capture those positives and tell our partners what we appreciate about them. I'm amazed how those little changes make a big difference in a relationship. And and really, if if you aren't showing your spouse all these things that you're grateful for and showing that gratitude, there's probably, as you mentioned early, earlier, uh, someone else probably will be showing them that kind of gratitude that they may be yearning or missing. Right. right. I mean, that's what, that's what the research finds about infidelity. A lot of the times is that they start to develop a relationship with somebody else that appreciates them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, well, of course, it's a lot easier. You know, a fair relationship is a lot easier than married relationships because you don't have to deal with the day-to-day. Yeah. <laughs> but, if <you> can t- <laughs> but if you can take that quality of, you know, just really letting each other know what you are appreciative and, and grateful for in the relationship. And I have to say, I hear this a lot. People will say, but it's not natural. It's not sincere. And... 
I bet if you gave, you know, yourself the, the room and the space to think about something positive. Well, you're more of a newlywed, Steve, so maybe this doesn't apply. <laughs> but I've been married 15 years, and there are times where I'm not thinking anything positive about my husband for weeks at a time. And it is actually an active practice to think, what do I appreciate about him today? Mm-hmm. And I feel more loving about him if I do think about how, you know, he is a great dad or he is an egalitarian partner or he is you know, mm-hmm. fun to hang out with. But I can take that for granted so easily. And, yeah. and that's what I find with people who've been married a long time is that we have to more actively be, you know, grateful and appreciative. Mm-hmm. We, you know, my, my wife and I, one of the things that we do, and we, you know, even though we, we haven't been married that long, we, ha- we were together for over 10 years before we got married. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But one of the things that we do is, yeah, we, we, didn't, we rushed into things, you know. We were shotgun wedding and everything. So uh, okay. one of the things that we do is we send text messages throughout the day to each other. And, you know, that I, f- I feel like that is one of those modern solutions to kind of letting each other know. And um, that's that kind of helps things. Um, yeah. And in your message, do you let her know what you appreciate about her or are you telling her to pick up some more, you know, coffee? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, there's a little bit of both. But definitely every every day there's at least something that is is positive and appreciative within the text messages. Which is Fabulous. I mean, good that you're just doing that. So I don't know if you, like, thought to do it or if it came natural for you, but more guys and more women thought to be thinking that way. You know, it's it's uh, it, it pretty it came natural for us, but I also feel like because we are both active participants in it, it makes it easier. So, you know, if neither of us are doing it and then trying to start it up from scratch, that might be a little difficult. But the fact that someone sends one person the message, it's a lot easier for the other person to reply and send a, a message of their own to kind of reciprocate and it, and, it, and, you know, and in a sincere manner, you know, so it's not like we're trying to force something that's, that's not natural. It is a sincere manner, but that, that door has been opened. So it makes it a much easier flow of communication back and forth. I really like that. You know, in, I teach these couples workshops with my husband, Marriage Prep 101, and in those workshops, we have couples that are dating, engaged, so early relationship, and for some of them, they will say, you know, he doesn't call me, text me the entire day. Mm-hmm. And the guy will sometimes say, well, I'm just busy. I just, I just didn't think about it. Yeah. And what the woman hears is, so you didn't think about me the entire day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Have I told you how beautiful you are? Have I told you how you make me laugh? It's just such a little effort, and it can make the recipient's day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when they don't do it, it's what I'm saying. It feels like, I can't believe you don't contact me the entire day. I'm just not a priority. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe that you're thinking about all this other mundane stuff instead of me. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, with with the holidays around the corner, and particularly Thanksgiving, as I mentioned earlier, uh, do you have any tips or final comments for those who don't see a lot to be grateful for at the moment? I mean, we've got people who are underemployed or not employed, and the holidays are around the corner, and, and there's a lot of stress and all that stuff. So uh, what what kind of tips do you have for those couples out there? Okay, sure. So I have two suggestions. One is from an individual perspective. So you can do this whether or not your partner wants 
to participate or not. Will you just sit down and write down three things that you personally feel grateful for, that you feel is good in your life? And if you are depressed, if you're unhealthy, if you're having financial problems, if you're having family problems, it might be really hard. But can you think of something that is positive about your life? You know, maybe where you live or that a particular, you have a friend or that you, you know, something, you have health when you maybe don't have employment or you have employment when you don't have health, you know. Like it might (laughs) be hard, but to really stretch it and think of three things that you personally feel gratitude for. Write those down. Okay. Research has found just that act itself will make you think about what is positive throughout your day. Like knowing that you're going to do that, and you don't have to do it every day. Research mm-hmm. has found you don't have to do it every day. You could do it once a week. Okay. You, know? you could write it down on a piece of paper. You could send yourself a text. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a pretty gratitude journal that you write in every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to sit down and say three things and just savor it, soak it in. Like for me today, already, I had a great cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> It was like a better cup of coffee because I went and had coffee with a friend. I always like coffee with a friend mm, better uh-huh. than by myself, right? And I had a good workout. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I really helped a client on the phone. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That those are, they have nothing to do really with anything. I may have other things going on negative in my life, but those are three positive things that have happened. Mm-hmm. And then the other exercise does require partner participation, ideally. Okay. Okay. which is sit down with each other. And we do this in my family on birthdays, on uh, anniversaries, Valentine's Day. We certainly do it on Thanksgiving, where we go around the table and we tell each person in the family, or you could do it with your partner, three things that you appreciate about them. Okay. And then they reciprocate. And that might be, you know, and, and like we said, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, so that would be a perfect opportunity to, to give this a shot. So Yes, do it on the Thanksgiving, you know, at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. There or do you. it on Thanksgiving morning. I mean, we do it on Christmas, we do it on Thanksgiving. We really do try to ritualize it. My challenge is to help my spouse and my family do it on a more regular basis. So we've got the special occasion for uh-huh. doing it, and that, that could be a, something that people could try. Okay. That's a great. That's a great idea. Um, we'll give it a shot this Thanksgiving. So, uh, Michelle, this has been another excellent episode filled with uh, tons of great information, and I'm grateful for you to come onto the podcast and share this with our listeners. So, thank you very much. And as a reminder for everybody, you are listening to Dr. Michelle Gannon, who is a San Francisco-based psychologist specializing in relationships, women's health, and wellness issues. And you can find more about Dr. Michelle Gannon at her website, drmichellegannon.com. Uh, she is also uh, is the uh, creator of the Marriage Prep 101 workshops, and you can get more information at marriageprep101.com. And, uh, you know, we record these uh, a couple days early, but you are about to uh, ho- host your 100th Marriage Prep 101 workshop. So congratulations, yeah. Michelle. Thank you. We're getting the champagne ready for it. Ah, oh, get it nice and chilled. <laughs> 
Uh, and so uh, Marriage Prep 101 workshops are for seriously dating, engaged, and newlywed couples. So if you fall into those categories, um, as you've just heard, Michelle has tons of helpful information that will just uh, do nothing but improve your relationship. And uh, lastly, before we go here, uh, Michelle, you can follow her on Twitter at DrMichelleXO. And uh, I'm on Twitter as well at Hitch Media. And uh, one last thing is, you know, I've been mentioning the uh, the marriage prep, or I'm sorry, not the marriage prep, the Hitched uh, directory. And uh, Michelle has her own little, uh, has her own page there. And you can find a bunch of information there as well as um, other help and things in your own area. Just type in your, your zip code or state or city and you'll get a listing uh, right in your area. So please visit that as well. And uh, stay tuned because we're going to have lots of holiday specific information coming up on Hitched. So uh, until next time, uh, thank you so much again, Michelle, and we'll do this again soon. Sounds great. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.